ask yourself right now, just be very honest and blunt with yourself. The way you were until now and the way you have looked at this concept, how much progress did you made in your life? Did you become more happy, more healthy? It's nice to have logic, right? Logic is good. We need that in business to keep things rolling. But at the end, you're run by this machine and this is controlled by emotions. So welcome back to another week of Talking with Experts podcast. I am your host, Chris Cowden, and this week I've invited Osman Oskumu to share his expertise as a mindset coach. In this episode, we will be discussing strategies to help you get clarity on your business goals. I have a really special guest on today, Osmond, and he is a business coach, a mindset energy healer, and trained in NLP and hypnosis. Thank you for joining me, Osman. Thank you for having me, Chris. It's nice to see you back. Always great energy, great interaction. So tell me a little bit more about what you do, how you help people. Wonderful question. It depends on the person across me, right? Sometimes they're stuck on a topic which requires numbers, process, review, like the logical side of things, business side of things. Uh, it's getting clients, landing leads. On the other side, they know what to do. They know how to do it, but they're not doing it. Like procrastination or fear of putting themselves out, fear of judgment. When that part comes, that's more the mind shift and the energy part. Um, it's mixed of like three, four elements together. Like you said, it has NLP, hypnosis, uh, also something called RTT. Uh, when you look at the energy side, it's Reiki, pranic healing, uh, and parts of shamanic uh, healing. It's like a mixture of all things combined into my experience. What uh, What did you say? The was it healing? So Reiki. What's re Reiki? All right, that's like something from Japan. Uh, to make it very basic, it's energy healing. They believe that everything around you is energy, and you can use attune people into certain frequency, and that allows them to receive healing or let go let go of whatever is stuck right there is something um this called muscle memory whatever happens to you is recorded in your brain but also uh vivid like trauma not necessarily trauma but the point where you get your first child you got married or your first kiss right those impactful memories they're stored in your body you sell like when you go back to for what is the most to have an like actual example? Can you tell me what your happiest day was? Oh, that was or uh, one of the happiest. One of the, uh, okay, one of the happiest. Um, let me go back. Okay, so when I was when I was thirteen, this is just one example. But when I was thirteen, yeah. it was my birthday, and we were we were abroad in uh, Florida and we were surprised i was surprised because uh it was a like a holiday and um they put us on a a, a boat trip across the pond and we saw uh, you know we were in magic kingdom and there was lots of fireworks so that's a very special moment because uh, that was a amazing birthday celebration 
Nice. It's, it, it sounds like that. So this is an impactful moment for our brain and memory body, right? Do you remember what you were wearing? I remember what I ate that day. Right. <laughs> so what, in that moment, when something impactful as this happens, is you remember how you felt like your skin was warm, cold, humid, uh, who was around you, were they screaming or were they laughing, and all those things are like all your five senses take a snapshot and it's stored somewhere in your body. With trauma, uh, let's say it's war or sexual assault or verbal, it stores also in your body. And what you do is like the intention of the work that I have been taught is to find that spot uh, using uh, hypnosis, go into that spot and have the client to review it, not relive it, but review it so they can understand what it is that their brain at that moment decided. Because the decision right then and there is still infecting, like affecting their life today. Yes, it's preventing them from doing things because of that negative experience rather than exactly. getting healing and moving forwards. Yeah, exactly. So when you go back, review it, and you're like, okay, this is what's going on, and are you ready to let go? Yes. Sometimes a client is not, like the body is not ready to let go because it doesn't feel safe to do so. So you need to convince, look, I'm way much mature. I can now self-defend my or get the help that I need. With a little bit of conviction, like you convince it and you let it go. Yes. When that happens, it's like gone. The, that point acted as a reference point. So when you see fire or when you're hungry, right? Let's say you're hungry. What is the first food that comes to your mind? Oh, um, don't tell anybody. I think we lost the connection <laughs> there a bit. Or can don't, you hear me? Yeah, I can. Um, what I'd say is what comes to mind, and don't tell anybody, chocolate, <laughs> chocolate cake. Chocolate cake. All right. So the thing is that our brain has a reference point, right? What we like when we're hungry or the last thing that we saw comes to mind. But that's different for everyone. The muscle memory, the trauma you experience is stored in your body. When you remove that, you need to establish something in place. Yes, because something, a negative experience will fill that space again. Yes, you need to educate and redirect the mind and the body so they don't go fill that up with something negative. And this is a specific... People, some people see instantaneous transformation, right? And other people, they still like wobble. And the reason for that is they haven't des designed or defined what it is that they want. Yes. Like you maybe are familiar with this. People are like, I don't want to live paycheck to pay paycheck to paycheck. I want more money. How much do you want? They're like, I don't know. It's like more than my salary? <laughs> it's like, how much is your salary? Well, it depends if I make like extra hours. I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> yes. Like, when you get clear on what you want, it's easier to go towards it. 
But if you have nothing, the body's like, okay, I need a new reference point, but what do I do? It goes back to what it knows. And what it knows so far has been not supportive. Let's put it that way. Not supportive, yes. Uh, I've heard as well about secondary gains. And so, yeah, do you want to quit smoking? But um, you, you do want to quit smoking, but then again, it's a stress reliever. So it's a good thing. So I, I won't quit. Have you come across something like that before? Yeah, like uh, it, it, it did. Um, it was one, one, one lady, she had a gorgeous face, but she was overweight. And in the, what we came to realize is that she, she got bullied as a kid, uh, as a teenager, because she was really beautiful. So she's, her body decided to put on weight, so she becomes less attractive. So she doesn't get molested or harassed and stuff like that. So for her body was like, no way I'm going to let go of this. This is my holy, this is my savior, right? So when we educate the body, look, there are many other ways you can save her, you can save the body by not going into these places or by getting self, like, you know, education on how you can defend yourself. When you, uh, like the stress smoking, when you take that away, like stress is an end result. If you take step back and you go to the root, why are you getting stressed? You don't need to smoke anymore. Yes, it could be a, a different issue it might have been all the way back to I when I did my NLP training it was between like when you're born between the ages between zero and seven that you build up these unconscious um right emotions I call them reference points reference reference points yeah <laughs> um and then they are conditioned in you unless you want to change which which most people will and the thing, like the funny thing is well, what you just mentioned, they smoke because of the stress. They want to change, but there is something beautiful about the mind. The mind wants to keep you alive at comfort and lazy if you can. So it has, it gets you to smoking because that's the easiest and the fastest ways to get de-stressed. Yes. That's what it thinks, right? But if you put something else in place to de-stress, it means that you're still living in an environment that is causing you stress. But what if you take like a couple steps back and go to the reason it's like, wait, what do you actually want in life? You want to gain weight, like you want to gain muscle, lose weight, uh, you want to make more money, you want to have a relationship, you want to travel the world. When you get clear at what you want, you look at okay i want to have like more money but i'm now working at low job like low wage job what do i need i need to educate myself i need to get a new job and you not being able to do this gets you stressed yes uh, having certainty in your life gets rid of that stress so knowing what you want and being specific about how much you want to earn or right. how much you how much you want to achieve you are certain that you or you've got clarity mm -hmm. and then you feel less stressed is that what you 
it's it's like multiple it's it's one element of the you have to get clarity because you're always comparing yourself with something if you stop comparing yourself and focus on what you want in your own way you will experience so much less stress because you go on instagram you see all these food all these places dresses people you're like oh my god i want that like, <laughs> no just like focus on what you want so if you know what you want you get the clarity but then it's forgiving yourself having the gratitude and the peace what where you are right now yeah living intentionally correct yeah what ad what advice could you give somebody today that would help them get over stress in their life i would say like sit down just like sit down put everything away for at least 10 minutes and design how your ideal life would look like for you and what this does it gives you a concept of where you where you want to navigate towards sure it's not going to happen right away the next step is to make like journal have a gratitude journal what it does over time it shifts your mind from oh i don't have this to oh look how much i have and look how much i'm going to get once i get there um, this part is really important because if you don't have the gratitude mindset like being grateful you're going you're going to talk yourself down you're like, hey, you didn't achieve this in two hours. You didn't achieve that in two months. Like, once you stop doing that, you feel way more, like, way less stress. And from there on, you build your own temp. That's the structure I would set. Yes. Do you think it's in, do you think uh, positive self-talk is important for a for a business owner? Uh, that's a great question a different question would be what has negative talk yielded so far for you mm. what has talking yourself out of business opportunities connecting with others have served you so far i think let's say 90 percent of us when we look back at our life we're like oh if i talk to that person or if i said something it will be way better, right? But because of our negative self-talk, we did not take that action. Yeah. That's yeah. what I always say. Negative gave you nothing, so go try positive and see what it gives you. Yeah, it, it's true. And I've, I think we've all been a corporate of um, speaking negative, negativity negatively to ourselves. And when we've, we, when we've sat in procrastination or sat in negativity, we haven't achieved anything. But, no. and we, we've lost the belief and we've self-doubted ourselves and we haven't got anywhere. And it's okay to, it, I think as well, I find when I s allow myself time to feel negative, <laughs> then, I realize I can allow myself time to be positive as well. <laughs> right. So 
Um, that's very true. What I'm I'm not saying, you know, be in ever bliss, be always happy. That's not healthy. And then you have a constant rush of dopamine, and that's not healthy for your body. Um, never like uh, push away or discredit your feelings and your thoughts. They're there for a reason. If you have spent the last year, two years, five years, 20 years of your life talking negatively to you, and then I come along and I'm like, you should be happy. So no, it doesn't happen. You need to acknowledge the negativity. You need to acknowledge that you're not feeling it. You don't want to insult. You want to like do all of these things. Just be like, you know, I got 30 minutes. I got 30 seconds. I got one minute to feel pissed off and then I'm going to move on. Yes. Once you suppress, it's not healthy. Find the healthy way to let go of it, to process it. To learn as well. To take learnings from your negative situation and then you when you come back when you when you go to through a positive and back to a negative then you realize okay i've learned this from my previous lessons and the negative emotions will slowly decrease that's totally up to you right uh, you know i keep forgetting what is like in turkish there is a saying a donkey doesn't hit his head for the third time to the stone Right? In Turkish, it sounds more thing, but it's like you don't do the same thing over and over. Like Einstein said, expect a different result. So if you learn from it, it should become less and less and less. Yes. And if you learn from it, you won't make that mistake again. That's what or, I mean. Or differently. Not, yeah, it's not a mistake because we're learning about ourselves it's feedback right so i have something for your listeners right when you're listening to this and you go like oh no not this mind thing or oh no that not constantly being positive and i agree with you i agree right but ask yourself right now just be very honest and blunt with yourself what you the the way you were until now and the way you have looked at this concept, how much progress did you made in your life? Did you become more happy, more healthy? It's nice to have logic, right? Logic is good. We need that in business to keep things rolling. But at the end, you're run by this machine and this is controlled by emotions. So, be open-minded and try it for yourself. Thank you for that. <laughs> what kind of questions could I ask myself on a daily basis that would help me live more intentionally? It's or um, a great question. I, this is something personal for each person, right? This is something I heard, heard years ago. That was really impactful to me because the guy's like, everyone's like, you should hug each other, kiss each other. But what if this person is just trying to not kill themselves? What if this person is just trying to make the next, like next ends meet? And you come along, it's like, you should hug yourself and sing kumbaya. No, he said, the person across you, you need to be at their level. And because you have a like big group, different people listen to, I would suggest to, Ask himself, 
what do I need right now? And that question might bring up a lot of monetary things, like I need food, shelter, love. Sure, acknowledge that. And then the next question would be, what can I do now about it to make myself feel better? The second step is really important. There are a lot of things that we cannot change, but we can consciously choose to feel okay. I'm not saying happy. If you feel happy, that's wonderful, right? If you want to shout it from the roof, awesome. That, but be happy what we have right now. And the third, the next step would be, what am I going to do next? And this seems like very fake, but I want you to pick something. Like if it's business, the love, or relationship, just take one single step a day. For some people who are really advanced, for those people, you have to like journals, write your three big goals for the next day, review your day, what you did today, and how can you improve yourself? That's there too, right? But those people who are already there, they know this, I assume. But it's probably the matter, are you implementing it or not? <laughs> yeah. No, it, these are really great tips, and I'm going to use them. I, I'll listen back to it and <laughs> take some notes. But because I... I, I am grateful, but I don't always write it down. I just tell myself, because sometimes I struggle with writing things down. So if I, as long as I say it in my head, that's 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 fine. Are there other ways that people can um, implement this without writing down or saying it in their head? Yeah, I don't know if you're familiar with the learning concept. Some people are visual, audio, listening, kinetic. So everyone has their own way. Uh, but the question before that is, are you running away from your body? In this society, we're busy to the next uh, video, next call, constant running away. Uh, when I say write it down, it means that it is you the pen and the paper, nothing else. Mm. This means that you have to face yourself. Yeah. This is something like you can do that by dancing or by saying like, however you feel comfortable. But if you're running away from your body, I would suggest take pen and paper, write it down. Because when you're running away, you stop, you feel emotions coming up. Those are the emotions which you are running away from. But if you manage to sit down and keep writing, you will see what is actually holding you. That's that's profound. <laughs> Instead of, I guess, because a, a part of me is making an excuse not to write it down, but the excuses that I could be making um, aren't helping me because I'm pushing those potentially those negative emotions away and not dealing with them or learning from them. Yes. Okay. Thank you for that. These are, these are great tips. Uh, I know you have a, you have a company called breaking mental limits. Can you explain more about that? Sure. Um, for me, it's a passion project, right? I want to help people uh, to stop holding themselves back at whatever level they are, right? Uh, 
and uh, I so it's for me like a bit difficult to explain but now I am shifting more towards uh, mindset blocks uh, in that category it's like I help people to get to overcome procrastination but now I'm focusing on money blocks yes what I realized with people who have money blocks is that they're automatically procrastinating they're sabotaging themselves they in 80% of the like people they know what to do but they're not doing it and this money block is very tangible people are like oh i have this so once i help with that the rest is solved too and uh this is something i'm learning growing companies learning growing and everyone along um like for how I achieved that, maybe I should explain that part too, is uh, when you come, it's all, everything is one-on-one -on -one because there is no, there, it's tailor-made. You're unique, your life and experience are unique. And when we get to work on one-on-one, -on -one, I want to know how you are, who you are, what you are right at this moment. Because our mind is brilliant at fooling ourselves. But I got the right questions and the tricks to find out what it is that's holding you. And then we work on releasing it. Once it's released, we're going to install new beliefs, new system, right? Because that is going to help you to overcome procrastination. You're going to put yourself out there no matter who thinks, right? Because it's you serving your ideal clients. And after that, there's like, it's six weeks, that's the first three weeks. And the, like the last three weeks is geared in business. How can I help you and your business to get your first client? Uh, I worked like last week, two weeks ago with someone who was making 30K a month, but this person wasn't feeling confident. They're, they're delivering, they're over delivering, their clients is having crazy results. And when I heard him say, I don't know if I am serving them correctly, I was like, <laughs> like, <laughs> so this is something that works for everyone if you have no clients or like you're already making crazy amount of money so yeah so you you help them overcome their money limitations release the negative emotions because because they could be holding fear guilt anxiety sadness so there's all those other yes. emotions right what pe people don't usually uh, recognize at the beginning they have like oh i'm procrastinating but they don't know what the root cause is i'm overeating emotional eating they don't know why but they're recognized that they either are emotional eating or they're like no i'm just overweight help me to lose weight no diet worked and you're like why did it work well i don't know the second day i want to eat have big pizza because i dieted <laughs> like <huh? laughs> It's, uh, I mean, and you are familiar with this concept and the whole thing. So uh, really, if you have a mental block, you're like, when I left my, left my old job, my manager was like, Osman, how does a person know when they need a coach? I'm like, yes. He's like, what? I'm like, yes. He's like, what? I'm like, yes, you need a coach. And he goes like, what do you mean? Well, look at your life. Have you achieved what you want? It's like, not everything. I said, mention one thing. He's like, I want to go 
more on holidays. I'm like, what's holding you back? So if you're, if something is holding you back and you know you can do it, but something is like invisible wall, mm -hmm. that's when you need a mindset coach. Yes, that's correct. And can a mindset coach have a coach? Yes, definitely. I have my, um, like that guy who's making 30K a month, I was surprised that he was downing himself. I was like, wow, okay. Um, like before our call, I was listening to the coach. He's have no paid ads, no free Facebook group, no free webinars, nothing. Just posting on Facebook and YouTube. He is making about, I think, 40 or 50K a month. His posts on Facebook get like between two or 10 likes, between two and five comments. He showed the back end, his calendar. He has between January and September of more than like 400, more than 400 calls booked. I was like, I was like, you need, you need to have like 50, 20, 100 comments, likes, and shares to get clients rolling. And it was like, no. So definitely. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you for your time today. That's, that's a lot of information for people to take in. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> if someone wants, yeah, it's a lot of information. Um, if, if someone wants to connect with you after listening to this episode, how can they get in touch with you? Well, they can shoot me email at info at breakingmentallimits.com or to go to the website or also on LinkedIn. Uh, that's if you want, I can share it directly, but it's too long to mention it here. I'm also on Facebook. Uh, but probably the easiest and the fastest way for them is to go to breakingmentallimits.com and use the connect from from there. Amazing. And one random question to finish this episode. But I, before I say that, thank you again. I've really enjoyed this. If you could eat with anyone in the world from any mm -hmm. place in the world, who would you meet? Where would you be? And what would you cook them? What would you cook them? Thank you for the great question. And thank you for having me here. Um, this is really a question that I'm answering from the position I'm right now in. I'm looking to grow the company to the next scale. And it's in the coaching. So the most like iconic is Tony Robbins. Because he's like... So I'm like, um, Tony Robbins, I know he loves mountain. I love mountain. It would be in uh, Jeju Island, South Korea. I forgot what season it is, but on the season, you're on the mountaintop, it's lakes. Uh, you're in the clouds, very beautiful. If you people want to look it up, it's really beautiful. I would probably serve them uh, salt. Salt. Like medium. Um, salmon, sorry. I oh, said salmon, salmon. 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 Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would be serving them. Thank you again, Osman, for being with me on this session. I hope everybody enjoyed listening to you because I definitely did. Thank you for having me. It was really great pleasure. Nice talking to you and take care, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode this week. 
I hope you can use Osman's advice to eliminate stress from your life and take more action with clarity in your business. If you like this episode, why not tell somebody about it and even give it a nice review to encourage more people to listen. Please join our private community as well. This is an opportunity for you to ask questions, engage and leverage connections. You will be surprised how many opportunities there are when you reach out to people and ask questions. I'll see you next week.